0: I actually have a, <laughs> I have a playlist that I play during October. Just I call it my Halloween playlist. And it's a bunch of metal songs that are just like, you know, yeah. kind of evil sounding. And this is one of them. This is, this is on there. <laughs> Welcome to the Greatest Lists Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I am Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me, as always, my main man, Jason. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, doing okay? Uh, a little under the weather. I've got this bad headache from, uh, from doing the homework for this episode. <laughs> I, I might need a painkiller for my painkiller.
0: We might be able to uh, to uh, hook you up there. We, <laughs> <laughs> we are continuing our Season 2 list of our favorite guitar solos of all time, and we're currently in the 90s, doing the top 25 from the 90s. Uh, and Coming in at number 18 is a song we've actually featured before. It was actually featured... Uh, in one of our Hall of Fame spotlight shows, I'm talking about Judas Priest and Painkiller. Behind the music Painkiller is from the band's 12th album by the, by the same name. It was released as a single in 1990 and quickly became a mainstay of the band's live set uh, and is still a mainstay of their set to this day. Uh, there are two guitar solos in this song. Uh, the first is played by Glenn Tipton. And the second is played by KK Downing. Uh, Tipton has stated several times that the painkiller solo is his favorite to play. It's also uh, his first recorded solo to heavily feature the uh, sweep picking guitar technique uh, that he does at the beginning of his solo. He didn't do much of that in the 11 albums prior to that, but then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, he just does it. <laughs> I gotta try something new. Yeah, I gotta, gotta, gotta do something new. We're getting old. Good fresh. Uh, Glenn Tipton has a signature guitar line produced by ESP Guitars. K.K. Downing, who has basically played a Flying V guitar his entire career, has a custom guitar model uh, with his name on it from a company called KXK. Uh, In 2005, the Gibson Guitar Shop produced a signature K.K. Downing Flying V and a Glenn Tipton signature SG guitar that was sold as a box set. Basically, only 30 sets were, were, were created and sold. Um, they went for around ten to twelve thousand dollars apiece. Seems uh, low. Uh, no, for for each guitar. <laughs>
1: oh, okay, okay, that's, that's better. Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: price of a uh, Cadillac, people. Now, however,
0: <laughs> uh, in the present day, neither of these guys play for Judas Priest anymore. At this point, uh, Downing officially left Judas Priest in two thousand and eleven, citing "quote unquote" an ongoing breakdown in working relationships between myself elements of the band, and management for some time. Uh, and, in, and in 2018, Glenn Tipton revealed that he had been diagnosed with Parkinson's. Uh, at this point, he plays one or two songs at various shows during the band's tour. He's not on every night, but he, he shows up for certain, certain dates and plays one or two songs towards the end. Um, but during their Hall of Fame performance last November, both guitarists were back on stage to play with the band. So that was good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some question on whether or not K.K. Downing would be invited back to play uh, at the Hall of Fame show. So it was good to see that they mended fences long enough to get the entire original band back on the stage. Cool. Let's get personal. So my first real intro to Judas Priest, uh, aside from you know a solo, a solo song here or there that I saw on MTV, my first huge dose of Priest came from their hugely successful Turbo album. Um, but it was the album after that that really got me uh, be, to become a, a diehard Priest fan. Uh, they put out a live album after that album. It's called Priest Live. Um, and I was at the high and I was in high school at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the other guy and the other guitar player in the band I was in, uh, we would we learned basically the entire album Priest uh, <laughs> Live album, learning both parts. Uh, he would learn to play the Tipton parts, and I would learn to play the K.K. Downing parts. Um, and we, we would literally go to, usually his house, because his parents weren't home, uh, and we could turn up our <laughs> hands as loud as we wanted to, turn up the music as loud as we wanted to, and just play this. I think we played this this album uh, you know, multiple times a week, just playing straight through it. Um, I just felt, that, That's when I fell in love with Judas Priest, is, is with that album. Um, I've seen him live three times i saw him once in the 80s and the last time i saw him was in 2018 uh and i've just been ever since you know i was a teenager i've just been a huge judas priest fan and i'm sure you have too right jason
1: oh of course yeah <laughs> right there headbanging with you brother
0: <laughs> i don't believe that
1: my my, my first uh, exposure to judas priest was probably beavis and butthead
0: oh and no <laughs>
1: breaking the law breaking the law oh, break, oh my god yeah, i too, too heavy for me man yeah
0: they are they are pretty heavy
1: no I uh yeah I this is pretty much the first time I remember it, listening to the song and uh you know I like to sing along with my songs I, I serenade my windshield on occasion <laughs> yeah there is just no singing along with Rob Halford <laughs> I'm telling especially if you're thrashing your head as much as you want to you know? especially
0: this song I mean yeah, oh yeah my you, know, God, you know like you could so you know. heavy Yeah, there's several songs that you can kind of sing along with when it comes to priests, like you know another thing coming or you know things like that. But this one, no, you're not singing along with this one. (laughs) I'll tell you this: just speaking of, and this is a side note on Rob Halford. uh, I think he's in his seventies now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But when I saw them in 2018, we we kind of set off to the side. First of all, it's 2018. He's like in his early seventies. He hits every note still crazy but what's funny is when the guy when the when the guitars go into their solos he goes off stage and we finally got to see over on the side stage what he was doing he's back there taking oxygen
1: jeez
0: and then he goes back out on stage and sings some more i mean the 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 dude is impeccable when it comes to vocal you know his vocal prowess and the way he takes care Uh of his voice but i mean just to be able to sing that way still (laughs) when he's in his 70s it's just insane Yeah, yeah it's insane
1: yeah, there are definitely, I do remember having uh, a CD compilation in the 90s that had, uh, you got another thing coming on it. That was probably my second introduction after Beavis and Butthead. But, <laughs> yeah, that just hurts my hurt. heart. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm ruining it for you. The
0: breakdown. So before we go any further, I think it's important to note uh, that the lyrics of this story tell tell the story that i got this from wikipedia i thought but i I just it made me chuckle so i had to put it in the okay the the lyrics tell the story of the painkiller the character featured on the cover of the album who is a cyborg superhero who saves mankind from destruction i mean you know what 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 more do you need than that right there
1: nothing Um, nothing (laughs) at all
0: (laughs) uh so the how many song? how many other songs do you
1: know like <laughs> tell the story about what's on the cover of the album you know <laughs> uh,
0: uh, aerosmith good. will be singing about a, a milking a, a cow cow utter. Uh,
1: two two trucks humping you know i mean
0: hey, <laughs> hey, at least at least this is a cyborg superhero okay come on
1: right yeah gosh people can relate to that you know <laughs> oh um
0: so the first solo is is Glenn Tipton, and it starts with the sweep picking that I mentioned earlier, um, and it's incredibly difficult to play. I, I can't pull those off at all, oh, and gosh. I've never I've never been able to at any speed that sounds good. Uh, he's a very technical player, and um, so this that that whole first solo is just a, a lesson in, in, techni- in technical in technical in mm-hmm. technical prowess. I uh, like his syco- his syncopated riffs that he plays at the beginning too. you know just kind of plays along with the with the drum beat. Um, and he has some very technical fast parts towards the end of his. Uh, the second solo is towards the end of the song, and it's deceptively d- difficult. KK Downing plays a lot of what we call pinch harmonics. just those squealing. It's those notes that sound like they're squealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and in this solo, he's playing those all over the neck, uh, and to move around the neck and pull those off like that takes some effort and talent. Um, so while his, you know, his his solo is not as technical as as Glenn Tipton's he's, it, he's it's still deceptively difficult to play um, but they just you know this is this is how they play on on most of their uh, most of their songs when they trade off solos. Glenn Tipton is always the more technical guy that can play faster and play more technical mm-hmm. stuff and Tipton is just I mean, he, I mean and Downing just likes to just destroy the guitar he just <laughs> plays hard and heavy and doesn't you know it's not so much technical but it's just it's just hard. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I just, this, this entire song I love, I, I I don't, I don't like, there's not a part I don't like, um, mm-hmm. but all the guitar work in it is ridiculous. That riff, that main riff of the, of the song by itself is hard to play.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and I've never even put my hand to try to <laughs> either release solos <laughs> yeah. Because you know th- th- they're just ridiculous, but uh, oh, I can
1: hear it. I mean, yeah. I-, I wrote down. There's not really words to describe it. it may be, <laughs> maybe one word would be uncopyable. I, I mean, I don't even know how he could like after recording that. You know, for an album, yeah. how do you pull that off live and get close to it? Because. It's just, it's a thing of beauty. If there was, if we were doing like a technical list, yeah, I would say go ahead and put it at number one. <laughs> well, wow.
0: you know, of course, now that you know neither one of them is playing with the band. They have two new guitar players that have filled in in their absence. So and much th- movement, and those guys have to pull off these solos. And uh,
1: oh, yeah, good luck. And, and the guy <laughs> that
0: the the guy that has taken over for KK or for Glenn Tipton or Richie Faulkner, he has said that he's had trouble learning some of Glenn Tipton's solos because they're so technical. Yeah, I I understand that 100%.
1: (laughs) One thing I did really like about the song just as a whole, I was very impressed with the drum solo that begins the song. That thing was, wow, you just don't hear drum solos like that introing songs. Yeah. At least I don't. (laughs)
0: That guy's named Scott Travis. He's always been that. I mean, he's he's always before mean, he wow. was in that, the bands he was in. Before that, he was always that that kind of a drum player too. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it fits the song perfectly too. But uh, yeah. you know, the, yeah, the solos, just... the solos are are, are what uh, you know just. I think push this over the edge to Oh yeah. To, yeah. I'm, to I'm just not, gonna, metal.
1: <laughs> not trying to take anything away from them. Oh but no, just sure, to, yeah. To set up the song like that. And then you get into that groove and then you hear those solos. I mean, wow. What a song.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a uh, it's it's our it's our first dose of metal, but I, I can't guarantee it'll be our last dose of metal. <laughs> so uh, Judas Priest comes in at number nineteen on our list of top twenty-five guitar solos of the nineties. Uh, this week's bonus song comes from the same dynamic duo from their priest live album. I mentioned my buddy and I basically learned that entire album. This was the song that uh, that I picked was the most fun to play. I loved playing it when we would just, you know, play along with the album. Uh, Glenn Tipton is pan to the left and KK is pan to the right. It's the live version of you've got another thing coming. So okay. That, that'll be our bonus song. Uh, If you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned to hear the bonus song in its entirety at the end of the episode. Free Spotify users will get 30 seconds of the song, but outside of Spotify, you'll have to rely on the song whip links in the show notes that will connect you to the songs in your favorite music apps. Uh, Give us your thought on today's episode, or any episode, really, via social media. You can find us on Twitter, at Lists. You can also stream this episode and all episodes at greatestlistpodcast.com. Or, of course, we're available in all your favorite listening apps. Jason, we're back in charge for our number 18 song in the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our list next time. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.